0: A dating questionnaire quickly devolves, pushing Christian outside of his comfort zone and forcing him to examine his romantic history. Welcome to the Dead Letters Bureau. Let's start. My name is Christian Van Leeuwen, age 27, resident of... And I hereby give Corporation LLC permission to record me answering beta questions for their new dating site. Why they need a recording and can't just have me type it out on the computer? I don't know. But at least I'm getting paid. This computer's freaking old. There's no next button. Oh, there we go.
1: Question 1. List your height and weight.
0: Easy enough. 6'2", 180 pounds.
1: Answer. Logged. Question 2. How much did you donate to charity last year?
0: I, um, I gave some loose change to a Santa ringing a bell outside the Gruffy Mart during Christmas. Does that count?
1: Answer, logged. (laughs) Guess it did. Question 3. Boxes or briefs?
0: You know, this question never takes into account the other possibilities of underclothing. There are banana hammocks, man-thongs, briefs, jock straps, and going commando is also rising in popularity. I used to do that. Until one of my roommates decided to pants me during a bonfire night. In front of our friends. Well, now it's all Semper Ubi Sub Ubi for me. Always got on a clean pair, and back to the question, I wear the holy combination of the two. Boxer briefs. Boxers, too flowy. Briefs, too constricting. Boxer briefs are just right. Snug in all the right... You know what I mean. I answered the question. Let's move on.
1: Answer, logged. Question four. Name every person you've ever kissed.
0: That's, um, a little personal. Who would want to read that in a person's dating profile? (laughs) And, of course, there's no way to skip it. Okay, fine. Let's see if I can get this right. There was Susie Lee in fourth grade, Kim in junior high, Jennifer in tenth grade, Susie Lee again, Jade my senior year, Laura was freshman year of college, then Calvin my sophomore year, Susie Lee again, Calvin again, Beth, Maggie, and then Delaney. The end. Okay.
1: Answer. Logged. Question 5. On a scale of tramp to prude, how do you act on a first date?
0: Don Draper, next.
1: Answer, logged. Question 6. Please list number and type of STDs you have.
0: (coughs) Uh, Zero. Zero, definitely zero. Next question. Next question.
1: Answer, logged. Question 7. How do you feel about infant obesity? Cute or health risk?
0: Aren't babies supposed to be a little chubby? Isn't that the appeal? I mean, I, I guess it's cute. Oh, the screen is instructing me to eat the oyster in the bowl next to me. I was wondering what that was for. It's not going to go to the next question until I do this, huh? How does it know? Well, Geronimo.
1: Ugh. (sighs) Answer. Logged. Question 8. Have you called any dibs on baby names? If so, list them here.
0: I'm a fan of the name Aster or Xena Warrior Princess for girls, and Ashton, Ashley, or Xander for boys.
1: Answer. Logged. Question 9. Where were you conceived?
0: I have a legit answer to this one. I know this. So, when my mom was young, much younger than she is now, obviously, so probably around 19 or 20, she runs across this old gypsy woman and decides to help her. I don't know, cross the street or carry her groceries? Something like that. The point is that she does something nice for the old gypsy woman, and in return, she tells my mom's fortune. Sans tarot card or crystal ball, though, I think is... Far as I can remember, my dad's never mentioned those, and he won't shut up about this story. He tells it every year on my birthday. Putting that aside, the old gypsy woman tells my mom that she'll have a child within three years. My mom thanks her, nods politely, and leaves, shrugging and thinking, "Uh Uh-huh. Sure, old gypsy woman, that would require me to be interested in someone, and all the guys here suck, or something like that. So my mom thinks nothing of it. A month goes by and she dominates this dude in her debate class and I mean tore him down. She treated him to dinner to make him feel better, struck up a conversation with the waiter and a week later she and the waiter are going steady and they get married. They tried getting pregnant right away, but nothing was happening. They went to a fertility doctor who told them that they'd never be able to have kids. My mom thought about the old gypsy woman again, laughed a little, cried a little and accepted it. She felt worse for my dad. He wanted kids so bad. Eventually, they go on their belated honeymoon to Scotland, because nothing screams romance like men in kilts or Mel Gibson in blue face paint, or cryptozoological creatures, because they went to the Loch Ness. The story goes, according to my dad, that he was walking around the lake one evening during a full moon, trying to gather his thoughts, thinking about the kind of life he'd have without posterity to pass the dead of the trip onto, etc. Typical newlywed stuff. The moon on the water shimmered, and my father heard a humming that made him feel warm and tingly. It was unlike anything he had ever heard. He said it was like this fantastical fairy tune. And just when he thought he couldn't handle the pure ecstasy the song brought him any longer, from the depths of the Great Lake came good Old Nessie. He fainted. Right on the spot. Nine months later, happy birthday to me! So I guess you could say a whole lot of supernatural its went into bringing me into this world. Oh, um... Now I'm supposed to clap my hands three times and ring this bell.
1: Answer. Logged. Question. 10. Which law and order do you prefer?
0: SVU. Duh. What was that? It was like a message just flashed across the screen. I think it said... still eligible? It's okay, Christian. Just think about the money. Okay, next question.
1: Answer, logged. Question 11. How do you feel about amusement parks?
0: A semi-normal question. Well, I had lunch with Calvin the other day, and he admitted to me that whenever he goes to a theme park, he thinks about the assessment I gave them, which apparently was we need a plague. I don't remember this. I told him that and asked if I had really said that, and he looks at me straight faced and says, yeah, you did. He and I went sophomore year while we were roommates, but that was such a long time ago that it all feels pretty hazy to me. I'm pretty sure everyone in the apartment went, so there were five of us? Calvin remembers it pretty well. He told me that we were trying to get through crowds of people, and it was just chaos. People in wizard's robes and flip-flops and fanny packs everywhere. And as we were trying to get through the crowd, I kept saying, I can't see my feet, I can't see people, there's too many people. But I was muttering like a crazy old man. And then finally, after losing our other three roommates, I stopped and muttered, We really need another plague. Calvin said I probably hadn't realized he could hear me, but I guess it makes sense. Not a huge fan of crowds. I do remember that Calvin and I snuck in a lot of hand holding at the amusement park. I'm pretty surprised our other roommates never caught us, so. I guess to answer the question, I'm between indifferent and disdain. Continuing on.
1: Answer Logged. Question 12. What hair qualities do you look for in a person?
0: Curly hair is kind of nice. Um, oh, I'm supposed to light these candles now?
1: Okay, done. Answer, logged. Question 13. What's the worst thing you've ever done?
0: Maybe it's not the worst, but I told my last girlfriend, Delaney, and she thought it was pretty bad. Okay, so everyone from my apartment sophomore year of college got really close, and we decided at the end of the year that one way we'd keep in touch is by mailing this tie to each other that we found at Goodwill. Like Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, but less entertaining. I hated it. The tie was ugly, I never knew who to send it to next, and we were always supposed to include a letter updating everyone on how we're doing. Like you do with Christmas or New Year's cards. I mean, we have Facebook and cell phones. We have a group chat. We literally text each other at least once a week. I can kind of get the appeal of having a physical letter, something to look back on fondly. But I don't have the patience to write a full-page letter about who I'm dating or what I'm doing with my life. So finally, after about two years, after getting the tie and seeing that everyone else was married or engaged, I decided to burn the tie and tell the guys that it must have gotten lost in the mail. Thankfully Francis hadn't bothered to add package tracking when he sent me the tie. Speaking of ugly things, why am I wearing these robes?
1: Answer Logged. Question 14 Please list any diseases that run in your family.
0: My family's pretty fit. As far as I know, we don't have any history of heart disease or diabetes or anything really like. Hey, I swear I saw that still eligible sign flash. This questionnaire, man.
1: Answer Logged. Question 15. What is your blood type? O negative. Answer logged. Question 16. What is your dream death?
0: I would preferably like to die by being impaled by a triceratops. I know they aren't common in the wild anymore, but I remember during one of our roommate outings sophomore year, we saw one at the zoo, and I thought, now that would be the way to go. Guns blazing? And impaled by a dinosaur.
1: Answer logged. Question 17. What is your most awkward breakup?
0: It was with Beth. A few girlfriends back. When it happened, I told her with a heavy heart I think we need to break up. She responded with, I know. I said I was sorry, and she said, don't be. I'm happy. And I didn't get it. I was like, you are? Why? I mean, our relationship wasn't that bad or whatever. We'd been dating for about four, five months. But get this. She looks at me and she tells me, I've been dead this whole time. I need to move on. I finally can. Then she dispersed into a bunch of cherry blossoms, probably about a thousand of them. I cried, it was confusing. It was a little dramatic. And look, maybe I was really into her, but it was a little dramatic.
1: Answer logged. Question 18. Name things you find romantic.
0: I find wind turbines deeply romantic. They're very aesthetically pleasing. Light snowfall in the spring as the sun sets while I'm in a Chinese restaurant is another. It's all about the ambiance, But really, just holding hands is romantic. I don't hold hands unless I really like someone.
1: Answer. Logged. Question 19. What is your favorite color?
0: Now we're getting back to the basic questions? Jeez. Taupe. It's taupe.
1: Answer. Logged. Question 20. How do you normally spend your week?
0: (sighs) My life's painfully mediocre. Tuesdays, I hang out with some guys from work. I don't even think I like most of them, but making friends as an adult is a pain. Every other Thursday is a karaoke night with Calvin. I have insomnia, so sometimes I stay up past 3am watching infomercials and badly dubbed foreign films. And usually on Saturdays, I spend the entire day in my boxer briefs eating cereal and watching cartoons. Oh my gosh, being a little bit too honest with these.
1: Answer logged. Question 21. What is your favorite number?
0: 86. Um, the screen went black. What happened? There's a... Here a I noise. Please. You who holds power the over co- the course of affection. Is the computer chanting? The computer's chanting. The Great. We're probably on a hellmouth, too. Your Can I get my money now? Gold. Joyfully we greet you. Humbly we bow before your swagger and knowledge. O oh fearsome one, crusher of souls, decimator of hearts, descend with the unlocking of twenty and one. Accept this humble sacrifice of a downtrodden man's confessions. Blessed be ye. What the hell is that supposed to- Oh, hey! Hey! What's going on? Ah!
1: Did it- It worked? It really worked! This techno-pagan stuff worked! You guys are really thoughtful high priests, and, and ooh! look! You even have my favorite passion fruit and oysters. I am the luckiest goddess. I think I know some people who are definitely getting help in their romantic lives. <laughs> Why are people only obsessed with romance? There's so much more adventure to life.
0: The voice of Christian is Andrew Seco. The voice of Thiel and the Computer is Rebecca Hansen. The voice of the narrator is Mika McIntosh. Music provided by Dave Supley. You can hear more of his music at soundcloud.com backslash dave-supley. That's Supley spelled S-U-P-P-L-E-E.